This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Well, good evening, everybody. Good evening, indeed. So, the window slammed shut, as Sky like to describe it. Always a pleasure to hear that phrase. Um, an interesting debate has occurred recently uh, during the during this uh, during this window. Do you report rumor or do you report fact? Uh, it doesn't matter which side of the thing you sit, really. But we thought, well, let's get people's reactions after the window actually closes. Once the window has, it's no longer conjecture, but instead it's fact. We know what we've got and we know what we haven't got. So what we're going to want to do, guys, is uh, get your requests in and we will we will get you in and, uh, and hear what your thoughts on uh, and, and hear what your thoughts are. But many people look at the window in terms of success as to who signed on the last day. And I'm as bad as everybody else. I've watched Sky sports waiting to hear something you know Watford related for many years now often watching Adam Leventhal talking to a camera in London Coney in the dark but actually we do have to judge the whole transfer window as the whole window rather than just today because not an awful lot has happened today some outgoings we'll go over those in a second so for anyone listening first of all let's just kind of let me lay my cards on the table as we're after here I and I suspect most people wanted to sign today or a lot earlier a right wing back we wanted to have that right wing back signed i think that's probably taken as read for many people if it's not then let me know when you come in someone that would free up kamara give us a better balance when you know playing rob edwards is preferred three four one two or three five two which he's played in the majority of games so far we don't have it and i find that inexplicable I find it practically obtuse, genuinely. Scott Duxbury's words about supporting Rob Edwards come hell or high water in his in his initial comments ring hollow for failing to pick out a position that became absolutely apparent that it needed to be filled when Rob Edwards was brought in and Kiko 
was, well, he was injury prone and then he was also Spain bound, as we know. So that car's on the table. I think we all know that and we can all sit there and we can all repeat that. But I'll say it for everybody here. We thought that was going to happen. Um, but I also have to have another look at something else. Earlier on, uh, at the back end of last season, uh, myself, Carl and Justin went through a piece where I covered the finances um, from the last accounts that were released. And they covered the last relegation period, the period when we were in the championship, the mirror of where we are now. So when we were there, we made an operating loss of £77 million. In order to help cover that, we sold £55 million pounds worth of players to help cover it. But we still made a £22 million pound loss. So we've sold a lot of players. And I'm going to go through those in a minute. We have to look at the fact that there is a, a level of balance that we have to look at. Right wing back, inexplicable. Would have loved it and it would have given, uh, it would have given the, the transfer window a, a nice shiny feel, I think, especially after, after Duty's great result. But I have to look at the fact that also... We have been primed to see Ishmael Asar go. And at one point, very, very likely that Yao Pedro would go. But instead, we've declined large bids for, for, for each of those. And we've managed to retain both. So that, that's, that's really something. So we want to hear your opinions on the window. And make it the window. And yes, yeah, you can make it today if you want. You can give it a, an A to F. In um, I, I, you know, I don't think many people are going to be giving it an A because we don't have the thing that we all thought we wanted to have. But if you want to come on briefly and say what you want to say uh, about everything, then please do. Just going to cover, just for anybody who isn't aware, we did have four player departures because we didn't seem to have any, any incomings. And, and I have to say that, uh, that Andrew French has been doing sterling work writing up his... Uh, his updates on the Watford Observer with not an awful lot going on, uh, but he but he's done well. But the departures that, that he covered were Penuranda, who's been released. He's joined Boa Vista in Portugal. Paceto, um, who really hasn't been here, obviously, as we know, for, for a good two years, has been loaned to Sampdoria with an option to buy, not a commitment to buy, an option to buy. Uh, Dapo Mabude, or Medbude, I can never pronounce the gentleman's name. He's off to Ostend on loan. Uh, he was the guy we bought in from Rangers and who had previously been out at Wimbledon. And Danny Rose was released. Um, his contract was agreed a settlement, which will be interesting. Now, those guys between them will have, you know, potentially had, well, Danny Rose was on 63 grand a week. So how much of that we've settled up, God alone knows. But if we get it shifted off, it helps. Other departures, this closed window, Emmanuel Dennis, Cucho Hernandez, Samir Messina, Sissoko Zinkenagel, Quadro Bar, Josh King, Rob Elliott, Kina, Fletcher, Dahlberg, Foster, and then even Kamara, but they loaned him back. I just wanted to kind of elongate this back out to look at the whole window rather than just today, because today it's going to be pretty short. Who have we bought in? We bought in Bio. We bought in Mario Gaspar. We bought in Ray Manai. And those have had various different comments made against them. Um, not all very positive. Bio probably bought back a little bit of credit by getting the last minute winner. Uh, ben Hamer came in replacing Rob Elliott. But then we bought in Courtney House, Hamza Chowdhury, and the injured and or sick Keenan Davis, um, which are the kind of signings I think we were looking for. But again, is the story that we've kept Yao Pedro and Ishmael Assar? Is it that we don't have the right wing back? Where else would you have liked to see reinforcements? Where would you, you know, where would you give on a scale of an A to an F, you know, the old school grades, what would you have given our, our window perhaps? Justin, you're there, sir. 
before you Evening. before you complain it's late and, and wobble off in that direction. Yes. On reflection, what are you thinking? Are you are you on a, a euphorial tide after last Tuesday, or what were you, what were you hoping to get out of today? A right wing back, um, but that hasn't happened. But I think you've summed it up very neatly there. We have to look at um, who we've let go. Getting Danny Rose off the the wages is 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 good, um, and keeping um, Pedro and Saw is good. And we've made some good signings in Chowdhury and House. So yeah, I mean, let's give it a C, shall we? I'm going to give it a C. Sort of average. Could do better, but you know. It's been good enough for now, I think, I hope, I pray. But it will be interesting to see what other people say. Well, absolutely. If you want to come on and have your say, then please do. On that basis, let's have uh, let, let's bring on uh, Greg Wendoverhorn, who's there. We've uh, Guys, if you want to request, please do. Uh, Greg, sir. Hello, mate. You all right? Hello, sir. Yes, yes, I'm all right. Thank you very much. Obviously, you know, Sky Sports News is kind of uh, burnt into my retina, but after that, okay. Yeah, yeah, we could all come off Twitter and Sky Sports or whatever for for however months now. Now this pantomime is, is finished. Yeah, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed uh, for that one position that, you know, let's not go on about it. But uh, I was I was convinced that uh, a right wing back was coming. What do I think? I think maybe a B minus. I don't think we, we can really assess this window until we've seen what I think is our crackerjack signing of the window in Keenan Davis. Would you agree? Uh, well, we can't. It, it's hard because you can take a look at the, the balance of the squad. I mean, I haven't seen anything to suggest that uh, Jeremy and Gakia has left the club. No. So you think that he might get a chance. I'm not saying he would be ideal at right wing back, but he would free up Kamara. But I don't think necessarily, I mean, we can't really judge Keenan Davis, you're right, until he comes in. What I've seen of him, I think he will give us a front three to really, really reckon with. I don't think that's the, I don't think that's a, an issue. I don't think that's a problem. And if you talk to a lot of neutrals, what they'll talk about is has been our, our front three. Um, all the time, even once Emmanuel Dennis left, they'd kind of put, yeah, bring in um, you know, Semmer into the equation or anybody. Um, I think that's fine, but I think we are top-heavy in terms of the quality. I think I'd have liked to have seen, an, uh, and as I've said, I'd have liked to have seen another midfielder, but you've got Cleverly in the building, you've got Gosling in the building. Gosling didn't have the best of games, oh, no, let's be honest, no, against no. Milton Keenstons. Yeah. He was, uh, that, that's putting it mildly. He was absolutely chronic. To be quite frank, you've got loser to say. coming back, Pete. You've got loser coming back. You've got loser, you've got Gosling. So it's about recognising that we've got a lot of players who are potentially, and the word potentially is doing a lot of heavy lifting in this sense, yeah. potentially okay for the championship. I think the the... The difficulty is we look at this, we've, we've lost an awful lot more players there than we have bought in. So we have a much thinner squad. I don't see that as a, an issue. We had it, What we got was previously very bloated um, and, and you'd have lots of players who wouldn't get game time. I've got no problem with it being a bit leaner. I would have just liked to have seen a couple more along the line of, you know, Courtney Howes and Hamza Chowdhury's, Chowdhury's quality. I think the, the issue with loaning... Um, and <laughs> Carl was on a uh, on a call today. We did the, the preview show, guy, uh, which will be coming out in the morning for with with Rotherham. And the first question that they asked, and that a lot of people ask, is so what's what's going on with this sixteen million? You sell him, you get him back. Are you just 
but you just fiddle yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the that's the question, and that's the public mindset that that the other clubs have. And you might say, so what? Let them have that I mindset. Agree. Doesn't really doesn't doesn't bother me whatsoever. That's absolutely fine, and that that's 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 for your yeah. your, your 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 view to have. But it would be nice to have um, a, a, a slightly cleaner view, and it would be nice to have somewhat better players. But there in camp, you know, in camera or Kamara, whichever you want to play, I think we do have a player who looks much better at left wing back than he does at left back. Pete, that Pete, that was my main point. Um, I think what Tuesday night proved: whatever you're going to do put a right-footed player on the right side and a left-footed player on the left side. Even if it's Gaspar, just put, put them there. Uh, maybe you're right. Maybe Gakia can do a job there. But let's get Kamara, whatever the personnel we've got, on the correct side and have, and have Cuddly Ken on the, on the bench. Because you and your cuddles. <laughs> and my second point uh, is it's fantastic that we've kept the big hitters. Absolutely fantastic. But let's not forget, this isn't a massive run of games until the World Cup. And, mm-hmm. and then another transfer window. And the circus all starts again. Are we going to keep them? Are we going to keep them? So that is that is my only caveat that this is all going to happen again. But there we are. But you know, I, I it is, I, it is. It no, you, you're right. And I think for my, I think, and to anybody who comes on, tell me if I'm wrong here. But if we bought in a right wing back, we'd be sit, we'd all be sitting there going, fair enough. Well, one, oh, fa- thank, thank Christ, we finally signed somebody on a, on a yeah. deadline day because you know, for all, for all my statement, I'd quite like to do that. That's quite fun. Um, we've known we yeah, needed yeah. that for, for 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 three months or the best part thereof. What would have been? Sorry, what would have been easier? than going and taking one of the five from you to Nacy. Well, absolutely blatantly obvious to me. But uh, if, if if you look if you look at them, and I've been looking at some of their stuff there today. I mean, in essence, they have signed five left backs this season. Yeah. Two of them are ours. Obviously, Kamara's back on loan. Yeah. Um, Udogi is loaned to. Tottenham, Spurs. Adam Adam Messina is playing. They've also signed. Uh, no, I should say Falkers. Uh, oh no, no, Enzo Ebase. He, he, can, he can play either side. Um, they, 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 they've had a shepherd. I can't understand why we haven't gone and got Festy. somebody like Festy Eberselling. Yeah, yeah, because because this is the lad who can play right side. He can play left side. Um, he's quite he's quite an attacking wing. You know, kind of winger. Slash, slash full back slash wing back mm. he fits the mould precisely um, he, has, yeah. he has also played this season seven minutes of football whilst wearing a, a, an Udinese shirt so it's it's absolutely as I said it's it's inexplicable to the point of being obtuse that the and, and I appreciate we have a different ownership we have Gino Pozzo there is the Pozzo family is there a dotted line in between of course there bloody is right we all know that. Could they actually kind of make this actually work in our favour? You get Adam Messina, we get Festi Ebersele, even if it's for 12 months, it doesn't really matter. We needed to have that balance and we had the opportunity to get it with a run of games taking us up to that World Cup break and then being able to see what was going to be you know, done done later on in the season rather than thinking, well, if we're close, we might kind of give it a go. I still come back to, and it was uh, it was in Andrew French's excellent articles 
um, that, that he did when he first interviewed Scott Duxbury and he said, come hell or high water, we will be supporting Rob Edwards. And yeah. I think for, for everybody on, and it doesn't matter whether you're as ever with this channel, with this channel, guys, doesn't matter if you're positive, doesn't matter if you're negative. This is your chance to come in and say whatever you feel because you feel it end of right. No contest about that. That 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 for me, yeah, that for yeah, me, yeah. and I'm not normally that emotive, is inexplicable. It's been a missed opportunity. The guys we spoke to at Rotherham today, they've had, and I can't remember, he's got a, a, a double barreled surname, the lad from the right wing back who's been available all close season. Norton Cuffley. Norton Cuffley, thank you. Norton Cuffley has been a right wing back at, at, at Rotherham. They say he can't cross the ball for Toffee, but he runs, he's defensively good. He's a, yeah. and they, could, they could have been describing Ethan Laird. Well, Stoke um, take it, a one today as well, Pete, haven't they? Of the Chelsea, yeah. Stoke take a one. They're out there. They are it is out indeed. There. And it I is always, indeed, I always support them, but I cannot support them on the on on this matter. I think Rob spelled it out actually when he said, "Yeah, we've got Casper. Um, he's uh, he's he's good, but he isn't a running machine." That was basically Rob Edwards saying, "He's not my type of player." For me, I think it was. But if, uh, if, if you play this formation, we are, we are where if, we are. If if you play this formation, and I played this formation in the early noughties at Aylesbury United, and normally you'll go right. We're going to need to cover the midfielder, you know, midfielders, because they go box to box to box. Well, now you don't have that. You have central defensive midfield players, and you have attacking midfield players. But if you're playing one on the wide area, they have to cover the length of the pitch. They are doing doggies of 100 metres about every 10 seconds. And yeah. those are the ones who tend to get refreshed even during games, let alone not having one, let alone having one who's got to run 60 yards to try to combine to get into a crossing position, only to realise he's trying to do it with his standing foot. I think we, we, we've done that to death. Greg, uh, Greg, thank you so much, mate. Yeah, really good appreciate night, it. Mate. Good night. Cheers. Cheers. No problem, mate. mate. No problem, mate. mate. Carl, sir, you're there. Come in and let us know how you are, and then we will be coming to Aaron. Sorry, mate. We'll be getting you straight in. We've got Dan and we've got Jim as well coming up very shortly. Carl, how are you doing? Good, mate. Good. Spoken to far too many Northern people today, so uh, <laughs> a bit, bit and I one as well so that's even more complicated um good night wendover horn sweet dreams um just on uh just on this i guess i, I think is a, is a missed opportunity not bringing in you know the one position that we, we we've been banging on it for about so long and you, you've summed it up beautifully there peter i've got to be honest but um it, it's just a missed opportunity and for me you, you've just said it there how i feel um is a little bit let down, a little bit that the owners aren't backing the manager as promised. I hope I'm wrong, um, but that, that's how I feel, and and that's all right to feel that way. But uh, you know, we we have to reserve judgment now. Um, what's done is done. We can't change that. We can't turn the clock back. It's done. The window has slammed shut, um, and we we have to reserve judgment and and see where we where we are. You know, at the end of the. the the next transfer window or the, or the end of the season. And then we'll, we'll go from there. We also have to look at it and say, and you know, look, we've got Saar, we've kept Pedro. That is, yeah. those are the crown, those are the crown jewels potentially. If we can get Ishmaela firing for more than 30 seconds a game with some beautiful element of football that scores a goal as he did the other day, if we could get him performing for, Oh, I don't know, five minutes, that would be something, wouldn't it? That would Pedro, be it. 
Pedro, when when it looked like he was going off to Newcastle, and Justin and I spoke to the Newcastle guys a couple of times, and you, it's like when you're talking about somebody and you kind of realise just how good he is, and he is really turning into into something. The fact he's come out and actually kind of, you know, whether or not he's got, I don't know, whether he's got a pay rise or whatever the situation is, he's come out and committed himself to the club for the season, seemingly. Um, who knows? The season being probably, you know, autumn. Um we shall see, but that that's also something there, something we have to balance it out with. On the on the wing back side, I think the other the other the people who's also been let down alongside Rob Edwards are there has been this debate about are you negative, are you positive in terms of your view of the regime, current ownership, or Scott Duxbury, or or in my personal instance, Giretta, who is the very definition of stealing a living, as far as I'm concerned, um, because. They have failed, as far as I'm concerned, all the people who said, wait until the season, uh, until the transfer window has closed. Let's close the window. Let's not slam it for a change. Let's be dignified for a second. Once the window is closed, then we'll judge. Everybody who backed the club and backed them up and came back with a, with, a, with an argument to those people who were going, but look at what's happening. Look what's happening. They've let those people down because they, you know, <laughs> It's been calling it out. Everybody has been debating it because you could see what was needed. It needed to be done. And they've let themselves down. They've let Rob down. And they've let those people who were trying to defend them down, which is really, frankly, un-fucking-forgivable un as far as I'm concerned because these yeah. are people who are standing up for them and trying to do so. Now, Cristiano Giretta is supposedly our technical director in, in charge of recruitment. He now no longer seems to be looking after... Uh, domestic recruitment because he doesn't know anything about them. In terms of uh, international recruitment, uh, I mentioned I started talking about um, our, our friend Moki Bayat. We're not going to do him to death because he, hopefully we can forget about him for a couple of months at least. Um, when we lost four 0 away at Wolves because he doesn't have the quality of players to bring in that we needed in comparison to George Mendes, who is the Portuguese agent who is attached and linked, linked very heavily to Wolves and every, every good Portuguese player. So if, if you've got him coming in, Mogi Baia, and being the, the de facto broker, agent, um, intermediary, slash technical director, slash can run all over the training ground, then quite frankly, what is the fucking point of having Cristiano Giretta on the wage bill? Yeah, get shot. Apart from the occasional entertaining butterfly on Instagram, he has delivered no value whatsoever. I would suggest that you could stack up his signings against Giraldi's signings against. Um, oh, uh, his name escapes me. The other, the other Italian gentleman that we had um, who, when they first came in. And to be frank, I think Giraldi's would piss all over them. Now, I appreciate we were in a different division, but um, don't, sorry, do excuse my expletives. Um, it really has been poor. It, they, they, they've missed the opportunity to do that and to bring in some of those additional ones. Notwithstanding, whoever we brought in to come in and do something domestically has brought in Courtney House, has brought in Hamza, Chaudhry, uh, Hamza Chowdhury, has brought in Keenan Davis, who, when he's well, should be really be something for us. That'll be something to see. That'll be something to see. Aaron, Aaron, sir. I'm sorry, I've kept you waiting there so long. Guys, we will be coming to you. Dan, I'll be coming to you next, then Jim. Katie Sahil, lovely to see you all there. Let us know what your thoughts. Aaron, how are you, sir? Oh, yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, all right. Sweary a bit, but, uh, you know, it's after 11. What can I say? <laughs> what, what are your thoughts, mate? Well, I've, I've been at work all day, but I was sneakily checking my phone every now and then and just a bit underwhelmed, to be honest, to see nothing. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it, that's what I said. I mean, you know, we always judge it on that last day, and you want to see something. I always felt sorry for Adam Leventhal, kind of, as I say. You know, one, he has to go to Pontus Bar. Secondly, he has to stand in the dark, and then thirdly, nothing happens. Um, it would be nice to have one of those one of these days. But what about the what about the close season overall? What are your thoughts of the starting eleven and the squad that uh, Ari's got to play with? So I'll start with the, the big positive point, and that is obviously keeping the two lads, Zhao and Saar, is as they say, like a signing. I think it would have been a much it would have been much more bleak if they had gone or one of them had gone. And to their credit, for once, I, I'm proud that they stood firm and kept them. So I'll start with that positive point. But um, cool, I think. The issues lie well. Obviously, there's that glaringly obvious right wing back that we somehow haven't brought in, which bewilders. I mean, even the people that are really positive are like, oh, "Hang on a second, what's what's going on there?" Then because obviously they've brought in Gaspar, which I'm guessing they thought could be some kind of backup for that position. But it's weird that we've brought in a player that just doesn't fit whatsoever he's the total opposite of what Rob would have wanted in that position I, I, I couldn't fathom that deal at, at all yeah he, he doesn't he doesn't possess the core requirements for a right wing back the first one is is legs legs no the first three are legs legs and legs you've got to be able to be an absolute fitness freak to be able to do it um in, in order to be able to get to where you need to be in a good enough physical state to actually do what you need to do physically with the ball you know in terms of technique and ability and that's why playing a right you know a left sider on the right is really difficult in that it's hard enough to play an inverted winger playing an inverted wing back is 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 absolute dog's work that's really really difficult i agree with you completely Yes, exactly. You can't have a player, an asset like Kamara, even though he's not our asset anymore. But um, an asset like Kamara, you can't be wasting him like that. It's, it just it makes no sense. And obviously, Rob's having to put him there because he's struggling. And the fact that they've sat there and they've watched those games, and they've even if you watch those last ten minutes against Middlesbrough, where they where he finally got onto their hand side, it was. It was totally different. It was, it was literally, it couldn't be more obvious that they needed a right wing back and they haven't got one. I would have also liked maybe one more forward option, like Rob said, but um, I, I would have been, I'm, that's not really the priority. I think if we'd got the right wing back, I wouldn't have even cared about that. But the other point that no one's really mentioned that I, that I find glaring as well is the fact that Regarding centre backs, we've only brought housing. Yeah, yeah. I think he was the he was the most important in terms of he's he's a left sided, but he's also got. I mean, in all of the debates that have gone on on all the channels, I think a lot of people have said we want left sided, and we also want somebody who can bring the ball out. And I said on after Tuesday, he's also in that ten minutes that you're talking about there at the end when Kamara switched and House was there. House was passing the ball out with a it just in ten minutes with a beautiful range of passing. Sometimes into feet, sometimes short, sometimes a lofted ball for Sar to make a little kind of angled run on, you know, in, in behind the back. Absolutely mixed it up beautifully. Um, I think for, for me, what I would hope, and it'd be interesting to see what you think, Aaron. I would hope that that would facilitate the option for Cathcart to shift across to the right because I think a, a lot of people have looked at Cabaselli and felt. You know, he's back. He's back at his wobbly worst in terms of his ability to uh, to either get, go to sleep a little bit um, or just kind of make make some 
hopeless errors and and positional sense. But uh, I I think that's probably what they're looking for. I agree with you, though. The priority, the priority is what we haven't moved in this week. uh, You know, this this particular window. Uh, The argument's going to be: Can we do everything we want to do in one window? Well, Nottingham Forest seem to be signing an entire squad, so you would hope with a domestic um, uh, recruiter, a international agent of <laughs> some repute, ill or otherwise, plus Cristiano Gioretta, they would be able to you know, bring bring a right wing back in from somewhere or somebody to give him an option. An interesting point, though, if I can just uh, thank you for that, Aaron. Really, really appreciate that, mate. Um, some interesting points on the on on the threads coming in here from from Joe says, is it possible that Ngakia is Rob's first choice for right wing back? Any player that comes in won't be guaranteed game time, so loans are out of the window and spending money on a reserve right wing back may not be smart. Uh, make do we cover with Gaspar and Kamara, and then bring you know kind of you know whenever Ngakia is injured. So have have a look at that. Perhaps we shall see. We shall see. Thank you, Aaron. I'm going to move on because we've got loads of people, and obviously it's already very late. So we're going to try and get everybody in. Um, Dan, Dan, what would you what would you like to add, sir? Uh, hi, guys. Uh, sorry, long hey, yeah. um listener and uh, long-term lurker as well but I think oh, well um, done well done for lurking <laughs> lurking we encourage <laughs> but I think just going to the previous point you just made about Ngakia as a oh. as a right wing back I think that's a really important point to make and I think he is but more importantly than that if we'd have looked at this window at, at the start of the season at the start of August and said can we retain Pedro and Star we'd all be jumping for joy and we wouldn't be having arguments about who the right wing back is going to be. Yep. We'll be going, we've got two of the best players in the world, in the league, who are going to be playing for us for the rest until at least January. And so let's let's take the positives out of that and just, you know, just be happy about how this window's gone. We kept those we kept those guys. Um and I think we'll do well because of that. Dan, can I can I just make one comment, sir? The quality of your lurking is to be admired because you've, <laughs> you've chosen your, your your time to make a late run into the box and you finish with a plomb. Nice, it's balanced. I get you know it, that's what we try to be is balanced. You don't have to be individually balanced, but you've done it. You've kind of seen both sides of it, which is lovely. Um, well, we, we see, if if we could assign if we could assign one other player in one option for you, what would it have been? I appreciate the wish list, but uh, in the th- in kind of at the back, middle, or up front, where would you like to see somebody? I get somebody. Uh, forget about the right wing back for a second. Yeah, no, I, I guess the right wing back thing is obviously everyone's been talking about for a long time, and that's part of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think we're probably all right as a as a side collectively around it, retaining those two. Uh, we've got some options up top as well, and the confidence I think from. Um, from from the goal that he scored on Saturday is going to help our new uh, uh, Modi Bayat striker, and that will help to an extent around there. We probably need some. Let's call him Vacuum Bio. I don't think we should call him Mo, <laughs> Modi well, Bayat striker. It seems jury, somewhat detrimental. <laughs> jury's out on that one, um, but like maybe oh, fair enough. Stronger in midfield, but again, we've we've got loser coming back again. So I think we got a, we're, we're all looking at this from an August point of view but there are some there's some quality in depth which has still got to come back again we're talking about Ngakia we've got loser coming back again and I, th- I think we're probably alright I, oh, I think we can look good Dan everybody come on that was <laughs> tremendous stuff Dan 
Dan, I, I love the fact that there is somebody who lurks. But please, mate, anything, anytime you want to, you think you want to say something, you just come on. This is the place to do it. That's absolutely brilliant stuff. Right, we're going to move on. To, Dan, Thank I don't you. want to cut it short, but it's it's so late. We want to get in as many people as as want to have a make a comment. And I really, really value and thank you for yours because it was great stuff. So Hill, so Hill, how are you doing? Uh, we're going to come to Katie, and then guys, do do stay with us. We'll be with you. So Hill, hello, mate. How you doing? Hello, hello. I'm I'm all right. I got my grumpiness out at the top of at the top, <laughs> trying to kind of summarise where we were because I knew everybody was going to come on and say certain things, which is fair enough. I just thought I'll blah. Anyway, what are your thoughts on the on the on the window overall, on uh, on, on the frustration of uh, of a transfer day, etc. Yeah, yeah. Look, okay, look. It's it's look, for me personally. It, it's it's been an okay window. Look, we've signed Courtney House, we've signed Chowdhury, we've got um, Davis up front. Yeah, we've kept Saar, we've kept um, Pedro, but look, a right wing back was desperately needed. Personally, Kamara, he's going to be playing there now for the for a long time. I think, at least until January, he's not going to be happy. He, he's not being great in that position. He'll come out in the media saying he'll play wherever the manager wants to play and blah blah blah. But look, he's not going to be happy there. I don't think Semmer's great on the left, and Percy Rob isn't going to be happy with the situation. Um, so that you've got you've got a defence who which isn't great at the minute. Cathcart personally shouldn't be in the team. I don't think. I don't rate him. I think he's well past it. It needs to be house in the centre with Sierra at the back. Um, but firstly, I would like look a right wing back definitely. I would have liked to bring another centre midfielder, someone who can carry the ball forward and find a pass. Because Lauza, I don't think we're going to see for at least another month. Um, look, we've got Chowdhury in the middle with Kayembe. Defensively solid, they're okay, but finding that killer pass. They're not they're not great at that. I would have liked to bring someone doing that, and I personally would like to another striker. Look, Davis is not fit at the minute. Manai, personally, all he does is seem to dive around on the floor a lot more than having shots on goal. Um, so at the minute, I would like to another striker coming in. Um, so a few positions where I think we could have strengthened. I didn't personally expect anything to happen today on the last day of the season, uh, last transfer day of the season. That's not Watford. We like doing our business quite early in the window. But yeah. personally, um, I think Edwards isn't going to be happy with the with with certain positions. Kamara isn't going to be happy playing on the right. And I think we could have done a bit more um, in certain positions. Like I said, another midfielder I would have liked in the centre because um, I think we're lacking there at the minute. No, um, mate. back, we're a bit, of a, sh- a bit of a mess at the minute. And look, look, look just one more thing. Look, look, all these matches, we've not blown teams out of the window. And personally, with this team, I can't see us blowing teams out of the window. I think we're going to concede because our defence isn't the greatest. Um, and, and it's going to be a grind. I think this season's going to be a grind. We're not going to run away with the title, but we'll put effort in, but it's not the best team on paper. I don't think so anyway. No, fair enough. Ed, mate, that's that's super stuff. Happy to hear that. No problem whatsoever. Katie, Katie, what are, what are your thoughts on uh, on the whole shebang? The window has now been shut for 38 minutes. <laughs> have, you, uh, have you rolled with the punches or are you still screaming at the void? No, honestly, like everyone is so negative and I understand where everyone's coming from. And as Watford fans, we do have the tendency to be very negative. And I do think, yeah, we haven't had the best transfer window, but you look at the team that we've got when everyone's fit. And I can't lie, it's a good team. Okay, maybe there's not much depth, but it's still a decent team. And I think... You know, the window's shut now. There's not much we can do. We can sit and complain about it, but it's not going to do anything. Uh, you know, we just have to kind of 
back the players that are here now and go from there. And I think it's, you know, we still bring in people on a free and if we do, then that's good. But it's very easy to be negative when it's, because it's Watford. The whole thing is negative. You know, we win games and people are still negative. And, you know, we can't win every game, so we will lose some games. But, yeah, I think we'll just see how it goes. I this this is why Katie is my football counsellor. This <laughs> this this is a service that she provides everybody. We can all be more positive about. I think I think we all know that at some point we all start to suddenly feel a bit over entitled. We were talking myself, Justin, and Carl were talking to the guys, one of the guys from Rotherham, and of course they look at it and they're in the they're they're what twelfth in the championship and they're. They're loving life. They're loving life because it's all relative. And of course, we've come down. And of course, we're having to, as I say, we have to balance the books. We will have lost six, over £60 million in turnover. It just isn't there this year. So they're having to cover it off with, uh, with, with, with everything that we've done there. But the whole point is support the players who are there. Love it. Love that, Katie. Love that an awful lot. Mr. Silverstein, sir. Mr. Silverstein, how are you doing? Very well. This could be quite dangerous because I've been out on the piss since about six o'clock. So, oh, this um, is fun. Everybody, everybody leans in a little bit to the <laughs> to the phone now. Neil may be a bit sweary here, or who knows? Go on, Neil. Oh, what are you going to say? Now? Sweary. No. <laughs> oh, um, brilliant. There you go. There's Neil, everyone. <laughs> so, uh, Katie's made the point quite similar to one I was going to make that right now the squad is what the squad is, right? People are using the phrase team. We don't have a team yet. We have a squad. And and I, I feel really, you know, quite sorry for Rob Edwards that he's had to try and get a team out every week, not knowing who's going to be there. And, and that must be very difficult for him. So for me, now, now we find out just how good a coach Rob Edwards is. And can he turn a squad that does have some outstanding prospects in it? into a team and give that identity because yeah you know you can't hide from the fact he's been let down and we've been let down the club's been let down massively by the recruitment be it Duxbury Pozzo uh, Giral to the butterfly whoever that, that they have let us down for the last four or five years by failing to address the blatantly obvious challenges but we are where we are now um I just hope that the, the the fans do what we've always done in the past and, and our frustration doesn't get the better of us and we support whichever team goes out because, you know, okay, Cabaselli, maybe not the most, you know, gifted and, and solid defender, but he is what he is. It's not his fault if he's not as gifted as we want him to be or we feel that we should be, but he, you do know that he's going to try. So f- for me, it's a case of taking stock of where we are. Um, personally, I'm ambivalent that Sars stayed because he's a luxury, right? Mm-hmm. And and I'm not sure that he actually delivers enough. He, he threatens enough, but does he actually deliver enough to warrant the hype? Um, and with him and Pedro, the, the, there's, is there enough end product from the pair of them that means the other nine can hold their end up if they don't deliver, if that kind of makes sense? I, so, think that, I think that brings you full circle back to your point about Rob Edwards's and indeed Richie Kyle's coaching ability. He's got to bring that out because you're absolutely right. Sar, the, the word end product has to be thrown at him 
for, for the, the three or so seasons that he's been with us because there hasn't been enough of it. I've described him as a player of moments. Uh, Justin's described him exactly as you did there as a luxury player who, you know, if he, if he doesn't produce output, if he doesn't produce end product, what does he produce? And that's what we've got to see Rob try to get out of him. I think Yao's on a different trajectory. I think Yao's really, really starting now to get to a physicality as well as him coming together as a full player, as he as he's kind of you know growing into a man effectively, um, I think we're starting to see that with him. I don't know if you I don't know if you agree with that one. Yeah, I I, I, I think Jao's there's far more. I feel more confident that Jao's going to become and 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 actually, uh, you know, meet his potential. So cool. I kind of still think there's a little bit of flakiness about. I mean, he does remind me of Nordine Wouter. Um, and kind of you've got that air of anticipation, but then you also tend to get it deflated where it was almost there and maybe not. But, I, yeah, you're right. It's, but then you've got the challenge that both of them, you know, if they if they step up and deliver bet- between now and the World Cup and then, you know, Sar kicks on at the World Cup, we're going to be in the same place again. So it really is going to be a test of, of Rob Edwards' competency, capability and, and adaptability to to gel them into a side. Because for me, the championship is won by the best team, not the best squad. Um, and, and and what the difference between the two is an outstanding coach. Um, and he's he, he's showing signs of it. But, you know, as everyone said, playing, um, playing players out of position, which is blatantly obvious in unbalancing us, has been his downfall so far. And he's not rectified that. So for me, I, I, I'm going to get a really good indication when they line up Saturday and which side of the pitch and who plays in the fullback positions. Um, And and that, for me, is going to be a massive indicator about where we go from here. Lovely stuff, Neil, lovely stuff. It will be interesting because also I think, you know, we know that Semma went off with an injury. So it'll be interesting whether or not he has to juggle again to, you know, kind of balance that out, whether Kamara stays over that side because of the injury as he came over for that last 10 minutes. Mr. Alan Lathwell. Alan, how are you, sir? I'm all right. How are you? Hello. Yes, yes, I'm all right. Thank you. I'm going through my, uh, you know, my my post-window therapy session. It's very good. People like Casey are helping me ease ease me through it. (laughs) How how comfortable is your couch? Oh, go on. on. I'm sitting back. Tell me about your mother. Go on. Do you know what? I I, I thought we can sometimes be a miserable bunch, but when I've logged on to Twitter tonight and seen the hashtag Edu out is is, uh, trending, I think to myself, Christ, if you've won all five games in the league or... Games they've won, and you've signed Zinchenko and Jesus, and you're calling for Edu to be sacked. Then there's really a problem in the world. <laughs> that, is, that, is that going up because they didn't get Luis from uh, from Aston Villa? Then I, 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 I guess so. But it just it, it just highlights really actually um, um, we're not unique as a fan base, and 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 as you know, I live in Leicester, and uh, I think pretty much most Leicester fans at the moment, it seems that I speak to want to jump off a bridge. Um, so it, 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 I, I just think just it's just football fans. It's all, it, it's it's the nature of what we are, I suppose. But um, it, I'm not going to dwell on the right wing back thing. I think that's not done, done to death, to be honest. I, I, what I do think is that um, I, I'm astonished we've actually managed to keep Pedro and so <laughs> Agreed. I, I, I know. I agree with what you said about the output of Saar, hundred percent. But 
on on you know Monday night or whenever the bloody game was. Now I can't remember. I lose track of time. You know, it, it's worth it for those moments when he when he creates something literally out of nothing. And I know Pe- Pedro did a lot of work to uh, you know to assist his goal. But when the ball came to him, there's still so much to do. Mm-hmm. And there are very few players at that level in the championship that can deliver that. And, and we've got two of them. And so I, I think, you know, the next 18 games, which is what we've got until the January window, yeah, okay, there's an argument about, you know, balance at wing-back and everything. And uh-huh. do we have the quality at centre-half? But my God, whichever way you look at it, it's going to be fun. Absolutely. I, I, I'm... I'm loving all of that. I've always described, um, as I as I said there to uh, to Neil, I've always described Saar as a player of moments. Not that he doesn't exist for ninety minutes, and sometimes puts in a shift defensively more than is appreciated on occasions. But he's judged by exactly as you say those moments. And I, as I said, um, you know, if we could get him to play for five minutes of moments rather than 30 seconds, that's where that's where Rob Edwards could, you know, kind of, he seems to have an arm around him. He seems to be trying to get stuff out of him. He's brought out, you know, you know, he's getting an environment where he was able to get that ball, play centrally, make that turn and finish. He was also the player, you know, who managed to put in a 60-yard finish but couldn't finish from 12 yards from West Brom. But that's the point. It is going to be, it's going to be up and down because we are Watford. We are not Arsenal, to, to use your, your phrase. And also, we shouldn't be, you're, you're quite right, and I'm as bad as anybody else here, uh, in terms of this, we shouldn't be as entitled or feel as entitled as an Arsenal fans, you know, when they're sitting there going Edu out after five wins, you know, that we, we, we probably need, need to check ourselves and go, we're Watford. We're, we're a commuter town on the edge of, uh, on the edge of London here. Let's just remember who we are. Yeah, to an extent that's true. But, uh, you know, I think as the comments have already been made, I think now I'm glad it's over. You know, whether we we'd brought in another player today or not, I'm just bloody relieved the thing is done. And so whether we're short in certain positions or we're not short or, or whatever, the bottom line is now that we can forget this circus for another few months. Uh, Rob Edwards and Rich Carl can just focus on working with the group they've got and trying to find the best balance and the best team for us to play Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday and not have this circus of, you know, oh, I've got Pedro, Pedro today, but is he going to be here tomorrow? And it just, it's a nightmare. And so whether, you know, whether, you know, we'd bought in a right wing back or another midfielder or whatever, I'm just glad we know now that we, we've got 26, 27 players, whatever it is, I think, you know, in the group, and we could just focus on those players and doing the best with, with what we've got. Because, it, you know, in the championship, we've there is no question at all we've got the best two, two players in the league. Now, whether Saar delivers... You know, consistently is is up for debate, but there's no two no no two ways about it. Pedro and Saar are the best two players in this league, and in reality, they shouldn't be in it. So while they're here, whether it's until January or whether it's now until May, just bloody well enjoy it. To be honest, <clears throat> Louis, do you want to hit your mic button and you can come off and uh, you can you can then speak? I was about to say sorry. I think my connectivity issues uh, have been bad. Can you hear me, lads? Can you hear me? Yeah, no, no. We've got you. We've got you there. We've Brilliant. Got you there. I, I'm actually. Do you know what? I've been. I've been waiting on bated breath to get involved in this conversation. I feel like I'm finally. 
got involved in a bit of a what for transfer discussion. I'm say what you want to say, sir. Go on, far away. I honestly believe, and I'm going to say this honestly. I'm I think this transfer is absolutely brilliant. If you if you told me if you told me at the start of the window, we would have kept Jao Pedro, Ismail Sar, Imran Luza, Hassan Kamara, name many others, Francisco Cielsa, Daniel Backman, crucial players this season. And six players just reeled off that we have are now what for players for the well, at least till January. You would hope they will last till May. I mean, Jao Pedro maybe might go in January, but who knows? Um yeah, I think I think it's been a brilliant transfer. No, yes, we're lacking one position in right in right wing back, but I think I think the probably the Watford board have probably budgeted for a right wing back, and that was probably in uh, Mario Gaspar. And I think that probably was you know they've obviously spent they've obviously spent a wage on Mario Gaspar or a transfer fee with Kicker Vinny, whether that deal happened. But so I, th- I think I think look, like every Watford fan, I think I was expecting some sort of right wing back interest today, maybe a signing. Um, I put a tweet out looking at sort of free agents in the market. Like you never know with the what with the transfer window and how how it works because mm-hmm. you know that's just just the way it is. You, you never know with what agency you're speaking to on, on deadline day. But yeah, I, that's the one. That's my one disappointment. But I think I honestly think if you we've we've made what sixty million quid in transfer ins, which again at the start of the season at the start of the transfer window, user said, "I've just reeled off those names that we've kept them, and we yet we've made sixty million transfer fees from Ricardson." Transfer Roms fees, Stupinian transfer on fees, Zinka Nagel, Kutra Hernandez, Emmanuel Dennis. I honestly, I honestly believe that's fantastic business. And I think it, it puts my faith back in the club that we're being run well. And I, I, I said on Tuesday to my, so I always go with my brother to the games. I said to him, I said, the next two days decide whether I'm Pozzo in, Pozzo out. If we, if we sell Jean Pedro and we sell Ismail Sar, yet we don't reinvest. I'm starting to lose faith for this ownership. But we haven't. We've kept both. And I think it's unrealistic to think as a championship club to put risk into paying, I don't know, doesn't I feel, I feel like clubs clubs we we would buy right back off know we're an ex Premier League club. They know we've got parachute payments. So they know they're gonna charge us special on deadline day. They know we're gonna charge a fortune. I know I know loans are a possibility, but I just I just feel like and I case sort of touched on it earlier, I just think just a bit of realism. I feel like this, this has been a fantastic transfer window. We've kept we've kept players that are far too good for this league. Far too good. We saw it on Tuesday, Jao Pedro was immense. I mean, that was one of the best. Uh, I've said it on tweets, said it in messages. I thought that was Jao Pedro's best performance in a, in a Watford shirt. And I know, I know this conversation is about transfers. I think we've had a fantastic window. We've kept two of our front three. And against Sheffield United, we all said, no way will we have these three by the end of the window. We've kept two, two out of three. Um, I think we knew Emmanuel Dennis was going to go. I think that was quite predictable. But it's better start also turning down a Premier League club and deciding to stay in the championship. I just think, I just think everyone needs a bit of a just sort of like a. I, don't, I hate to say it to what for fans, but just like a bit of a, just like a reality check. Like we are, we we we've got a squad that is surely top two in this in this league now. Like everyone's fear has been, we've got his Benesar, we've got Chad Pedro, we've got Iman Luzer, we've got all these players. But the, the window's not ended. Well, now it has. Now it has ended. And we've got these players till at least January. Granted, we've not got a right wing back. Um, and I think we probably have to, wait, we'll have to make do with either Mario Gaspar playing right wing back, who he did get assist on Tuesday. Granted, he didn't mean it, but he got assist. Um, or <laughs> Hassan Kamara at right wing back. But I would say it's a small price to pay for keeping the six players I've mentioned. It's Melisar, Charles Pedro, Imran Loser. Um, of course, I said now, Francisco Sailwriter, Hassan Kamara, Daniel Backman, 
my my and I'd ask you this, I'd ask you to this guy's uh, do not do not scratch guys podcast. The one God. transfer that confuses me right now is Maduba Okoye. Where what is Maduba Okoye's role come January? Because if Dan, if Daniel Batten is going to be number one keeper this season, and we spent five million pounds on a new apparently sprightly good keeper, is it going to be the new Pontus Dalberg? I know I know he's older than Pontus Dalberg, and I know he's got certainly a better career than Pontus Dalberg when he joined Watford in Maduba Okoye. Well, well, this this, this is Louis. This this is where I I I light my pipe. I sit back in my rocking chair and told you about the old days. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going back to the olden times and the days of yore. Back in the late seventies, everybody will remember Steve Sherwood because he was the keeper in the 1984 FA Cup final, and he also was one of the Rocket Men who saw us through '77 with GT through the rise up to and even even in playing in Europe. He was always a sort of a number two. He put pressure on Andy Rankin and then later in, in, in the latter part, uh, pressure on Tony Cope. He was probably the best Watford keeper ever. In the middle part, when he played most of his games, Graham Taylor went and signed a goalkeeper called Eric Steele from, from Brighton. He's now better known for having been United, Villa and Derby um, kind of goalkeeper coach more than, his, more than his actual goalkeeping career. He came in and he displaced Sherwood for a short while but Shirtwood basically kind of metaphorically went, sod this, this is my chance. And he got him out. But Sherwood drove him. He drove him all the way. Now, we were lucky enough uh, by the club to allow us to be able to interview Maduka Okoye. And we spoke to him about what's it like being, because goalkeepers are different. You go off and you train separately and you're competing with Backman, but you're also working with him on a daily basis to try to push him to push you to be better. It's almost like a, a competition whereby sometimes being second means the club's being successful. And that may be what he is. Whether or not Backman is able to retain the place at, in, in, you know, in front of a Koye for all the time, or whether or not somebody comes in there, having two goalkeepers who push each other to the levels that Steele and Sherwood did in terms of you know bringing the, the whole weight of the club up, I think that's going to be his value. Whether or not he gets in front, we'll see. But he he's, uh, uh, for a 22-year-old, the kid has got his brain screwed in. He understands it. He knows what he wants to be. He wants to be better. Um, Justin, I remember when we spoke to him, he was out in Austria and he'd only been with the, the team for two weeks, basically. But he was already re, you know, regaling to us the things that he picked up from Backman because they want to work with better players in their group to become better themselves. So if, if he ends up going, he's not going to go anywhere till January, which means that if there's an injury or if there's a drop in form in Backman, we've got somebody who can come in the sticks and, uh, and hopefully keep us competitive there. So, uh, so hopefully it'll be good. Hopefully it'll be good. That's, Louis, that's, that's honestly brilliant. The last thing I want to say is... Far away. We've got Jerry and Gakia. Inman Loser and um, who's the other player we've got? Oh, I'm trying to think now. Um, well, Davis for a start. I think. Sorry, Davis and I don't think there's someone else as well. Uh, who am I thinking of? Um, oh, sorry, not injured players, but Hungbo, Trusa Kong, um, Cleverly as well. We've got so many players that have got to come back into this squad. And yeah, my overall point is just I think this has been a brilliant transfer window. We kept, we've kept our best players. Let's be positive. Yeah, you all. Well said, sir. Well said. Well, everybody, it's two minutes to midnight. My God, I couldn't have timed that better. If Well, no, let's face it, it's got nothing to do with me. Um, guys, it's, uh, it, it's coming up to the witching hour. It's the end of the transfer window. I think everybody says, as I said right at the start, because 
we didn't want to do it to death, but it's it's reasonable to say. Today, everybody hoped that we would sign a right wing back. It hasn't happened. It was the obvious thing that almost everybody was calling out, seeing the shape. We think it's inexplicable. Fine. But that's not the whole story of the whole transfer window. Keeping Saar, keeping uh, Yao Pedro, and hopefully trying to bring out their potential as Neil and as uh, uh, and, uh, everybody has said today was really kind of key to things moving forward. And that would be great to see. So we move on to Rotherham. Out in the morning will be the the preview podcast where we speak to Matt from uh, uh, New York Talk, as he calls it, who'll tell you all about uh, all about Rotherham and what we're what we're expecting to, uh, to to see from them. Basically, they lost three 0 to Sunderland uh, last night by people teams pressing up on them, pressing up on them in the midfield and being aggressive. So if we can do the same, we'll see what we get out of Saturday. Justin, I don't know if you're there, mate, um, or if you've now dropped off, but. Uh, Either way, uh, we will see you again. Uh, this will be up uh, as, a, as a podcast for the morning. So if anybody's commuting or we've had a number of people who said it's just too late. So uh, hopefully this will be for you. Just- I, I am here. Yeah, no, I am here. Yeah, yeah. Well done, mate. I think that was a, a good discussion. I enjoyed that. I think, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the season now. Rested uh, up to the next transfer window. I think um, it's been some good points made. And yeah, well done, everybody. Thanks for staying up. The point is, the conversation online can become caustic between people who think positively and people who think negatively of the current regime or the coach or whatever at any given point. We all know that. A lot of people have been on the receiving end of that. And it's not nice and it's not clever, but it's it's kind of done now. What we do would, would ideally like is that, uh, you know, let's be honest, Watford have done many, many strange things over the last, well, 40 years in my in my experience but you always come back and you always kind of love them and you always go and follow them again so come Saturday we all know where we'll be um, if not physically there we'll be emotionally there or we'll be keeping an ear out or or I don't know watching it through some dodgy hazy computer screen with uh, with Arabic or a serbo commentary whatever you do however you're going to be following them cheer them on and we'll see where we go from there guys have a good night And we'll see you soon. Cheers now. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Thanks, everybody, for contributing. Thanks, everybody, for listening. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? 
at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.